So hello everyone, welcome to All Blaze No Glory, the podcast. Um, we're going to be talking a bit of football today, and that's Scottish football, not uh, NFL or anything like that. I'm joined by one of uh, Dundee's favourite sons, Eddie Lafferty. Um, how are you doing, Eddie? I'm good, I'm good. Disappointed about the Dundee result yesterday, but um, I've learned to take that pain and um, obviously take it as a day out with the kids and um, the, the the oldest boy, he was on uh, the BBC Sport website. Um, he took that upon himself to take his sombrero down to Airdrie yesterday um, for the two Mexicans that we've recently signed. So, uh, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's 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 okay. It's okay. And and you mentioned you're obviously a Dundee fan. Uh, full disclosure: Dundee were playing Airdrie yesterday in the Via Play Cup. How long Via Play are sponsoring it, we don't know. <laughs> Um, how how did you choose between Dundee and Dundee United growing up in, in Dundee and, and what's the dynamic like between the two the two clubs? I mean, to be honest, I didn't really have a choice. Uh, my father stayed in, on Clipton Road and my mum stayed in Hindmarsh Avenue and Hindmarsh Avenue is the street that goes in between Dens and Paradise when you're walking down Sandyman Street. Uh, I'd my dad took us to my first uh, Dundee game when it was 18 months um, against Rangers on a friendly. Um, so I didn't have any choice. Um, the unfortunate thing for me, though, was uh, Dundee United were probably one of the best teams in Europe at the time. Um, getting to semi-finals of European Cups, finals of UEFA Cups. Um, and as a boy that stayed in Bucklemaker Court, the big high-rise towers that got knocked down, I think, about 10 years ago, um, it was always horrible watching the Dundee United fans going from the athletic bar on their buses to Hamden on cup final days. So, um, didn't have a choice, but would it change it for anything? I think when I was possibly about eight, I fell out with my dad one night and I decided to go to see United and Eintracht Frankfurt in the UEFA Cup, but uh, when I got home, he said to us, "Right, like was that? No, it's not as good as going to see Dundee." So uh, I was in the I was in the blood from pretty early on. Eh? Good, good. And uh, and um, I, I, what's your favourite moment as a, as a Dundee fan? I know mine uh, as a short lived Dundee fan was the Dune Derby. But what's what's been your favourite uh, Dundee? I, I I think I think the Dune Derby was good. Um, I think. Dundee missing an opportunity to really kick on at that time and try and establish himself as the big team in the city. Um, not taking anything away from the owners, um, I just thought that the managing the, the choice of the managers that they made after Paul Hartley um, for a club Dundee size, we shouldn't hear rookie managers, and that's no disrespect to Neil McCann or James McBake. Um, I want to go and see a football team with a manager that, that has a bit of clout, that knows what he's doing and he's got that experience and I think that's what's kind of tied my back over the last past few years there. Yeah. But my favourite my favourite my favourite moment of sport in Dundee was when Neil McCann actually came off the pitch, came on the pitch as a subby and scored the ninety-seven minute against Ray Throvers. Um we went in administration for the second time and um, we, me and Cassie went over to Australia. You'll you, you probably remember that. And uh, I think the, the headline in the paper that week was Dundee are going into administration. And by the time we spoke to my dad on the Friday, they were in administration. 
Um, and on the Saturday, we, we played uh, Stirling Albion. And uh, we were at a wedding. Uh, we were at Cassie's cousin's bed. The Dundee scored. And the hotel room, Cassie's aunties and uncles joined on ours. And you could get in the hours room through the, through, the, through, the, through the bathroom sort of thing. Um, the conference centre. And when Lee Griffiths scored, I basically had my kilt on, but I didn't have anything else on. I jumped up in the air and my kilt went down to my, down to my, <laughs> down to my ankles. Um, but my, my favourite time was Neil McCann's last-minute winner. I, I just typified the, the, the spirit and the attitude of every Dundee fan that, that done things and uh, put their money in. And for me, I was about saving my club. Um, I've never been fortunate enough to see Dundee winning a... Uh, a trophy, um, BDQ Cup, Challenge Cup, yeah, I've saw them that, I've saw them winning the, the the league as well, but I think the dynamics of football, the way it is now with Rangers and Celtic, there's not going to be many teams that actually win the trophies, and when my dad said that when United won the league in 1983, they were at the top and there was only one way to go, um, it's, it's just Scottish football, so I would say when Neil McCann came off the bench and that the ball hit the back of the net, I mean, the scenes in the dairy was wild. Um, grown men were looking at each other in tears that day and, and I think that typified what we were trying to achieve by saving my football club. Eh? Cool, cool. And and, and just, uh, you, you know, obviously Dundee United are the, are the big rivals to Dundee. Um, one, of my, one of my good pals is a Dundee fan. He famously told me that... Um, You'd rather see St Johnston lose than, uh, than than Dundee United. Is that the same with you? Is 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 there kind of a little bit of although it's a rivalry, it's a bit more friendly than perhaps Rangers and Celtic. I I, I mean the thing is the, the 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 derby day at the city is absolutely fantastic. I mean we've had people in here at eight o'clock in the morning. Um, Carry out. Um, Cassie told me the night before, don't make any noise. Right, okay. So I'll come in here, we eight of my mates were all drinking Jaeger bombs and God knows what at that time of the morning. And Cassie came through and she, she just pointed her finger that she does and she's like, oh, I told you to be quiet. And I just turned around and gave her a Jaeger bomb and she had that for her breakfast that day. But you can go to the pubs, you can go to the pubs, you see all your mates, you see guys that you've never actually seen for years and years and years and years and years. And Win, lose or draw, the game's forgot about. The, the game's forgot about. Yeah, there's a wee bit of, oh, we won the day and all the rest of that. But it's a friendly, a friendly rivalry. Um, I've been going to derbies for possibly 40-odd years now. And the only fight I've ever actually saw was two Dundee supporters after the game fighting on over a scarf. Hey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Um, so what I, I got you on about, it, it, what I wanted to talk to you about is I've got developed a bit of an interest in sort of lower league football, um, non-league football, junior football, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Everybody mm. tells me I'm saying the wrong description uh, when I'm talking about these things. But um, you are involved in uh, Dundee North End, which is a junior football club, I think. Tell us about yes. how you got involved in them and a bit about them as well. So... Um... Touching back to Dundee, um, I've done a lot of fundraising for Dundee over the years. Um, we used to do a, a, a Facebook page um, called Friends of Dundee Football Club. Um, we raised 
thousands and thousands of pounds. Um, but the results on the park, going to the game, people saying, oh, what about this? What about that? What about that? And I kind of wasn't a fan anymore. I was too invested. Um, people were texting us stupid things that I kind of repeat on here um, when I was sitting watching TV on a Saturday night after Dundee got beat. People thinking, well, I'm hurting as much as Dundee getting beat, but people just sending things and all the rest of it. So I was kind of disillusioned. I was going to Dundee games. I was leaving after 25, 30 minutes. Yeah, and I just wasn't, just didn't want to be at Dens Park. Um, so I kind of says, right, okay, I, I'm good at what I do with the fundraising. Um, my young laddie, Macaulay, was playing for Maryfield United and I got asked to go along to North End. Um, and I didn't understand the magnitude of the job that we actually do there. Um, I went along... 10 guys, 12 guys, 13 guys on the committee all want to do their best for their football team. Now, the, the problem that we've got is Dens and Tanadice are the two closest stadiums in Europe. Um, we are probably the, the, the third <laughs> closest to Dens and Tanadice. We, we're, we're probably the nearest stadium at Dens and Tanadice. So it's, it's very, very difficult to try and tap into the wider commercial commercial market where we could go and get 25, 10,000, 25,000 pound sponsors. Um, and I just seen it as a challenge. I, I, I seen it as a challenge from taking a club that's got a good base, with a good bunch of guys and see how far we could go. Um, we started off um because we've got the facility at North End, we, we, we've had um, over 220 people in our hospitality at, at, one, at, one, at one, one game. Because we've got the facility there, we really put on a fantastic spread. Um, there has been people that have been in our hospitality since 12 o'clock and woke up in the toilets because they fell asleep at 5 o'clock in the morning with the fire alarms going off. Um, so... That's where we. That's that. That's where I'm in North End. It's a, it's a project and it's a job that we just want to try and climb the leagues. Now, first and foremost, I was down at Bonnybridge on Tuesday night, and uh, apart from the pitch being uh, a, a wee bit sloped, um, what a fantastic, what a fantastic facility the, the guys have got there, and. You've seen the non-league, the the non-league club, the, the clubs are now coming into the second, uh, the bottom tier, the, the the second division, um, from the juniors, from the Highland League, the centre, the the Lowland League, um, and and they're a breath of fresh air at the game. Um, Bonnie Rig was the classic example. Dundee would maybe get Cowden and Beath, and or play there in a friendly, and you'd be going, and there would be lucky if there was two hundred and fifty fans here. Um, I don't know how many fans that were actually at Bonnyrigg on, on Tuesday night, but uh, I would say probably just by looking, there would probably be anything between 1,000 and 1,500. And that's what the scope is for every... There should be the scope for every every football every football club that wants to go the league and, and end up professionally. And ultimately, that's our dream at North End. Yeah, yeah. And um, just a bit about the, the club. I've, I've done a little bit of looking up there. 
uh, founded in 1895. Nickname is the Dokens. Do you know why that is? <laughs> so, so, um, so the the Dokens. So there used to be loads of Dokens trees around our pitch, right. and all the Dokens trees used to used to fall on the pitch, and, and and that's why they got called the Dokens. But going going back to where where we were for North End, um, there was a story. Um, one of the one of the club's uh, great supporters, Bob Bob North. Um, he's always putting up uh, pictures of yesteryear, and we used to actually have a goat that cut the, the head the grass to cut the grass on the pitch <laughs> because we, we couldn't find. I, I think it was I think it was one of the uh, one of the committee members. Um, it was his goat, and he kept it there and cut the grass. Eh? <laughs> that's brilliant, um, and that's uh, that's harnessing animal power to to, to great effect. Um, the league itself you're in, um, just looking it up, it, it seems like quite a quite a local league. There's a, I think there's maybe five or six, maybe even seven teams from Dundee in it in itself. Is it, does that create quite quite interesting rivalries and dynamics throughout the throughout the year? I th- I, th- I think there is rivalries. Um, there's a lot of big clubs there, like Lockheed United, um, Downfield. And there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, clubs there like Downfield and Lockheed United, um, Violet, um, East Craigie as well. Um, and it's a good rivalry. I mean, our our best friends with the people that are on the committees there probably know, but it's a gentleman's game, eh? Um, it's a gentleman's game. But um, the league this year is very very exciting. Uh, 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 Lockheed United they brought in. Um, Bobby Lynn from our growth, and they brought in a, few, a, a good, decent few players as well. We've brought in a guy called uh, Lewis Kidd, who's played for Celtic, Falkirk, Queen of the South Albion Rovers. And it seems like the league's getting stronger and stronger. Um, ex-United player Paddy Conley, he's took over at Carnoustie. So um, this year it's going to be a cracking league, whereas I think a couple of years ago, I think there was, I think. Uh, the first season I was there, um, Carnoustie won it. East Craigie pushed them a long way. Last year, Carnoustie won it. Downfield pushed them a long way. But there was maybe three teams that are probably uh, could be instead of last year it was any two. I think this year it could be any one of five or six teams there eh, that that could actually win the league. So the, the league's getting stronger. Um, we've got a fantastic management uh, team and uh, Lewis Tosney and, and Kevin. Kevin, 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 I can't, <laughs> I can't remember his nickname. Sorry, Kev, I don't remember it soon. Um, the, the, yeah, Kev McNaughton uh, that played for uh, Cardiff. Um, we've got a fantastic uh, management team there, eh? And what they've actually done player-wise, and uh, it, it's unbelievable. It, it's unbelievable. And even though like Kev's played in the Premiership playoff final down in Cardiff, um, when he's on that training pitch, he's he's had a, a hip replacement. You wouldn't even know. You, you wouldn't even know. He played a couple of games towards the end of the season and he's thrown through them. Uh, just like uh, we we signed Ryan McCord um, just when Lewis and Kevin came in. And uh, Ryan was, like me, probably a wee bit overweight when he came in, but he, he really worked hard on his fitness. He was doing 10k runs and 
And do you know someone? The guy's forty year old and twenty year olds and twenty five year olds just can't get the ball off him because he's still running the game. He's still running the game. So um, exciting times for us. Uh, and and hopefully we, we we won a trophy last year. Hopefully we we could be there at the at the at the end of the season challenging for the league. Good, good. That's good to hear. Um, nice positive outlook. And in terms of winning the league, that also comes with a, a, a promotion playoff um, against the Highland League teams. Is that a separate challenge in itself because they've got a bit more full time set up? Or so, so I think I don't think that's actually set up at the moment yet. Um, I think where we are are there's clubs that have got to have licenses to go up 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 the tiers. Um, they're talking about doing a central league where they've invited like 80 junior teams to apply um, and what you need to do is you need to tick all the boxes for the SFA criteria for the stadium and everything so uh, we're not quite at that stage yet but I think what the the league winners do I think there's maybe a possibility of a, a Scottish Cup place so so last year Lockheed United and Canucci invite went into the, the the Senior Scottish Cup, even though they, they took part in the Junior Scottish Cup as well. Nice. Uh, it's, uh, it's quite nice getting a cup day. I, I think um, Broxburn had that uh, a couple of years ago as well. And it, um, I know that it brought a lot of, a lot of crowd over and things like that. Um, so t- tell us a bit about like what any, uh, someone wanting to go to, to watch Dundee North End could expect from a, a day a day at uh, 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 I've forgotten the name of it. North End Park. I mean, that's simple to remember. Yeah. So, so, so um, we've had, as as I said earlier on, we've had two hundred twenty five people in the hospitality. We do um, hospitality every home game. Um, uh, we're, we're main forty is steak pie and uh, steak pie soup and and trifle. Um, the the thing about us is, and th- this is where we are compared to Dundee and Dundee United. So Dundee United and Dundee will tender their food out to the the Hilton or somewhere and the food will be brought in and served. That's what they do at Dens. I'm not sure what they do at Tanadice. Um The treasurer cooks the soup on the Friday night. The uh, president's wife and mum come in and do the steak pie and everything on the Saturday. So it's getting food that's cooked with a wee bit of home, homely, homely feeling for that. You also get uh, five drink tokens as well. And um, over the last year, we had uh, Ian Ferguson in that played for Dundee United Rangers UEFA Cup uh, semi uh, finalist. Um, we had him in for an interview. We also had Jockey Scott in for an interview. Bobby Glennie, Les Barr. So. Um, what we're trying to do is we're, we're trying to give that wee bit of extra entertainment, but we charge £35, and uh, it's compared to the prices of the senior game. Um, like yesterday, I saw one of my Dundee support mates in the game. Right, uh, Dundee are playing Celtic on the 16th of September. That's my birthday. I'll be I'm on the table at 10 for hospitality. So we, we've now built it up where we do have a really, really good reputation. Um, we have ladies' days, um, 150 women in at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, which are fun and fantastic. We had 170 teachers in as well 
and we do our Christmas party nights. We, we, we just try and maximise every opportunity that we can to make as much as we can to obviously provide the funds for, for Lewis and Kevin. Good, good. And then... And uh, and what's what's the entertainment like on the park? Because I guess that's the the main the main event, right? So, um, to be honest, um, we have a very very good squad of young ladies. Um, we've got uh, Liam Gibb, Brian Rice, Jamie McNaughton, Frankie Devine, um, all guys that have been with us for about seven years. Um, but they are the sorry, I better remember, I better mention Smudger as well, Brian Smith. Um, but they're all guys that have been there for about five, six, seven years and they're the core of the team. Um, Frankie Devine, on his day, there's no better player in the juniors than than, than young Frankie. Um, and we're playing, now that we're, we're playing under Lewis and Kevin and they're buying into what the manager are asking that we do on the park. <laughs> um, we're playing some, we've played some fantastic football. I mean, we played Carnoustie in the... the Question Engineering Cup last year for one four one, um, and to be honest, Carnoustie had had a lot of games on at that time, and they were probably a wee bit tired. But we went to we went at them at, from the traps, and um, once we got the second goal, there was there was only going to be one winner. However, we played them a couple of uh, ten days later in the semi final another cup, and they beat us. So uh, it, it's um, there's a good squad there. It's exciting football. Uh, and it's it's just a joy to watch it sometimes. Just a joy to watch it sometimes. Yeah. Good, good, good to hear. And um, and um, if if someone wasn't coming for the hospitality, maybe just thought, oh, I'm going to go to a football game today. Uh, what what sort of price are you talking to get in and stuff like that? Is it quite reasonable? So, so kids under sixteen getting free. Um, concessions are three pound, and adults are six pound. Now. That's last season's prices. Um, we don't know if we've, we've put them up. I don't think we have. Um, I think where we do really, really well, um, we've got a f- fantastic backroom team that, that run the shop, Callie Miller. Um, again, it, it's the family connection. My wife, I work there. My wife helps out. The treasurer's wife works out. The president's wife works out. We'll all chip in. We'll all chip in. Um, the price of the food is really, really reasonable. Um, with having a young lady that's only five year old that doesn't have the sense of money, I've got to put twenty quid, twenty pound kitty behind the shop so he could just go and get ice creams and everything where he wants it. <laughs> that's it's quite a that's quite a good tactic. If you find it's worked quite well to keep kids coming along, um, mm. that secondary spending stuff that's quite sensible. Whereas a lot of clubs maybe are charging kids to get in, particularly yeah. if you say like Dundee, Dundee United. I think it's what's it, 15 quid or whatever it is for a kid to get in. So is that is that good? You get quite a lot of kids along. We we, we do get, we do, we have a core of kids. Uh, the, the, they call themselves the 1895 Ultras. Uh, we'll have a core of kids. Um, we, like the, the, if it's teams from a, with the city, there's no many kids go to the games, um, but like the the Lockie, they've got their ultras, and Carnoustie have got their ultras, and uh, Downfield have got their ultras, and I'm trying to so Macaulay's learned to play the trombone at school, so I'm trying to be the first ultras in Dundee with a trombone player. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I can't be any worse than a Bufuzela. I would imagine. 
but he does sound like a Vuvuzela at the moment. He, but he's he's uh, I think he was trying to play one of the Dundee songs that were singing yesterday, kids. So okay, we'll get there. He's got another six years or something to do that. And and you, you've mentioned obviously you've come in and you've done a lot of fundraising and things for the club. Where where and the club are aiming high in the league. Where are you trying to get the club in say the next five ten years? I think where we want to be in the next five, ten years, we want to be in the professional league. We want to be on the tier where we're going up there. Um, there's a lot of hard work to be done. Um, there's a lot of hard work to be done, but I think with the management team that we've actually got and the contacts that Tosher's got and Kevin's got as well, um, we'll only benefit in the long run. Um, and, and I think if we could do that and move up the league... Um, even though there will probably be people looking in, at Kevin and looking at Lewis, um, I think because we're a tight-knit community, I don't think there will be any any problems of Lewis and Kevin not being there when they're going up the league. Say, I think I think they see the project as well. They see what, what we want to do. Um, and, and you never know what's going to happen. However, we might be one of 80 clubs that are applying for the Central League licence. Then you've got to go at the Central League. Then what will happen then is if so there will be the bottom of the second division, the Central League winners, Highland League winners, Lowland League winners, and they'll go into a playoff. So you've got your season, you go there, and it's, it's just about getting in the right steps to, to obviously take the club on to the next level. Eh? I think where we've came out of, when we've came out of COVID, I think there was it was really really difficult um, for every club because there was no money. Um, we our sponsors didn't pay with anything. However, our main sponsor uh, Alan and uh, Paul at ANC Engineering they paid us every month all the way through COVID, which um, as it was a fantastic gesture when everybody else was obviously work wasn't getting done, they weren't getting paid from suppliers, etc, etc, etc. So, we've got a lot of good things in the background at North End that we really, really appreciate. Um, we had a, a teacher's day last, last month for 170 teachers. Um, one of the girls, my cousin, she was like, she had 42 people there, and she's like, oh, right, I want a, I want, I want a book 60 for one of your Christmas party nights. So, it's about us getting it right off the park and not transferring over to Lewis and Kevin and the guys on the park to obviously be the best that they can. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. And and, and what's been your sort of your, your favourite moments in, in this journey so far? Uh my favourite moment um was winning the cup last year. Um as I said, um being a Dundee supporter. Silverware is very, very, very hard to find. Um, we, we, we won, we, we won the cup. It, it was a fantastic day. Um, all the like we were on the bus from the ground, probably two miles, three miles from North End to Witten Park. But the wives were on the bus, the kids were on the bus, the players were on the bus, and it was a day about everybody at the club. It wasn't about anybody else here. That sounds sounds fantastic. And where's the sort of uh, do you, do you play teams out with the league as well, or is it just sort of very within the league you you play games? So there's the, there's the Scottish Junior Cup as well. So uh, these, as you said, um, with Broxburn, I think we've we've played them there. 
Um, we played uh, Colney Park, uh, Newmarker, Stonehaven, Largs, Les Mahigo. Uh, the Scottish Cup and the Scottish Cup days are. We'll, we'll leave at probably maybe ten o'clock in the morning, and um, the, the the hospitality that you receive from junior clubs is absolutely outstanding. Um, we we went to Newmarker, and uh, I started off. That it was only the committee that were in getting free drink from from the Newmarker board. Uh, by half time, the whole of the bus, apart from the players and the management team, were in this this hospitality lounge, and we're all getting free drink. Uh, however, um, Bruce the treasurer. Um, the gentleman that he is, um, with with junior football, you the you get so much of the game, um, and at cup ties, and and Bruce turned around and says, "Look, he says, you guys have looked after us today. May I have the gate money? That'll go towards the drink that we spent, and and probably it was probably more that they were drunk than they got back from the drink. But we had them. We then had them down, and we done the same for them in a pre-season friendly last year. So, um, we've got. Cumbernauld um, this year uh, in the Scottish Cup. We had Rob Roy uh, Rob Roy Titliston um, last year and I think they play at the same ground as Cumbernauld so I'll be like go back to the same place again but play a different team but this, the wee days are fantastic especially the Scottish Cups when we're on the bus and we're all going up there and it's, it's you just feel on the bus going there, you feel the silence. You know the players are trying to get focused in and ready for the game, and the boys are a wee bit excited. And we're just sitting there, and they got off the bus, and we'll go to the pub and do whatever we want to do. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. And um, so you travel with the team then, I, I presume. From, from yeah, the- yeah. If, if if we've got a if we've got a, a, a fixture out of town and. It's a cup cup game, either a Scottish Cup game or a Quest Engineering. Quest Engineering's the Bundee, Aberdeen, uh, and I don't think there's any Highland League teams. But like as I said, we had Stonehaven on the way to winning the trophy last year. So, but we we, we all go on the bus. We all go on the bus, and the fans go on the bus as well. And are the players quite quite approachable and stuff like that? You know, you mentioned there's a lot of kids and they call themselves ultras and stuff. The players quite quite good with the kids. Oh, the the, the players are absolutely fantastic. The, the the players are absolutely fantastic. Um, when we done our player of the year, um, Rory just stole the show. We was dancing, uh, and then they had the trophy and they were thrown in the air. And uh, the captain Gibby he lifted Rory and Rory had the trophy and they're throwing him up in the air. Uh, they love the kids. They, they, they love the kids. They're all approachable. You ask them to do anything. Um, one, of the, one of the players came came down to the house one night and they sent Rory out and Macaulay out with a bit of paper and asked him for his autograph and he done it. He done it. So, yeah, they're all good guys. They're all good guys, yeah. And in terms of... Um... You, obviously, we talked a bit at the start about you, you, you Dundee fandom, and and obviously North End's in a different a different thing. What do you think's the the sort of benefit of watching football at the sort of where Dundee North End are as opposed to watching the professional ranks? I I, th- I think in junior football you get treated more like an individual. Um, now that's like now for professional football clubs it's to get in, in as much money as possible <laughs> and I think because of where 
we are with the leads and everything. I mean, do I want to go and see Dundee get beat from Celtic 5 0? Do you want to go and see Dundee get beat from Rangers 6 0? No. But you're there, you go to the Graeme, you're a cash cow. Um, we went to the Etihad last year, and what a fantastic experience down there. We went with um, one of the guys that was at school with, uh, Stevie Hornberry, young Larry Finlay, but Macaulay and my mate. And there was the there was the fan zone where all the fans went and had a few beers before the game. Whereas here is get the fans in at quarter to three, sit them down, uh, rip them off for the price of pies because you're buying the same pies at shops that you could buy for a pound cheaper. Um, we do I, I, I do understand that they've got to make money, etc. etc. But it's just the, I think with football, Premier League teams especially, you're a cash cow. It's about getting as much money out of you as possible. With junior teams, it's it's not a dear day out. It's not a dear day out at all. As I touched on my hospitality earlier on, £35 for a three-course meal and five drinks. <laughs> and that, that speaks volumes for itself. Um when you go to Dens for hospitality, told that like the pay bar one's one hundred and forty four pound. Now, I'm no, I'm no a rocket, I'm no a scientist, but if you put the price of a meal, price of entry into Dens, price of a program, price of a couple of sandwiches, on the other hand, you're probably going to be about sixty quid. Ben, you're not going to drink eighty pound a drink in three hours. Well, Cassie probably would, but I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know if Cassie can hear you right now, but uh, he might be. Oh, she's got the kettle on. <laughs> um, well, well, that that's fantastic. I, I mean, one of the things I enjoyed about, about going to the sort of Broxburn games, I went to Broxburn, Livingston United, because of where I kind of live, it's easy to get to. Um, yeah, is, is you can you can properly hear sort of. The players communicating the the scalp of the ball and stuff like that. Do, do you quite like that aspect of it? The, how close you are to the park. I mean, it's freezing because there's no shelter in most of these places. But I'll I'll, I'll give you a card. Last year when we played Craigie, now I, I think I was in the league, and uh, the linesman don't know what he was thinking about, and the ball went out, and the linesman missed it, right? And uh, I think. <laughs> I think the referee gave a throw in that he's Craigie and uh, we're giving the linesman abuse <laughs> and the referee turned around to the linesman and says you pay attention now right? we're doubled up we're <laughs> doubled up eh? it's just uh, you're, you're closer you're, you didn't get close to the players can? Um, I I uh, interviewed Ian Ferguson and he told me when he signed for Dundee, they were they used to do their, their work from say Monday to Thursday and Thursday night they would get a night out before and, and they wouldn't train on the Friday for the game on the Saturday. And he was telling me that he was drinking in the three barrels and he was drinking here and he was drinking there. And when because he was brought in at Dens when he was a young laddie, the guys that he were drinking in, he was drinking in the Dundee pubs. It was all his mates that that he got to know over the years that they were drinking with. So when he's going on the park, 
he's playing for his mates. He's not playing for the football team. He's, he's playing for his mates. He's playing for the football team and he's obviously playing for himself as well. Um, but there's that connection for the professional game now where the players, the only time that you'll actually get near them at a night out is the player of the year at the end of the season. Whereas with the juniors, we're our mates. Can it, can it, if we... If we win, lose or draw a Scottish Cup game or, or an away game and we're on the bus, we're all sitting drinking on the bus coming back. Well, I'm going to the club after the game and we he drinks in the club after the game. So it's the the, the, the connection with the guys, with, with the laddies, compared to the professional game, there's there's no any connection there. Is there anything else I've not touched on that you, you want to tell me a bit about the, the club or the, the league? Because I appreciate that I have a limited knowledge of these things, and you know a lot more about it than I do. No, no. Um, I, I, as I've said, Richard, um, I think this year, um, Dundee Junior Football Club-wise, is going to be a fantastic league, and it's going to be an exciting league. Um, do I think that there's going to be two teams at the end of it? Probably run away. We how many points run away? Probably not. Um, the league's been strengthened this year. We've obviously got the best management team that we think um, in place that will obviously help us achieve our, uh, our, our, our targets. Um, I, I, and I think it's going to be hard to do it. But I think that I think that I think that um, we can have a, a successful season. Would I say that we're going to win the league? Probably. I hope we'll win the league. Um, but it's about the work that the guys, the guys do, and what they learn through their coaches. Because I think that we've got two fantastic coaches. Not only in Lewis and Kev, we've also got a, a couple other coaches there as well. Brilliant, brilliant. And then uh, you've you've mentioned where you think the, the the North End might end up. I guess we've got to ask the question: What what are Dundee going to do this year? So. Um, I think that we possibly so if it was the team that played yesterday, the, the, the team that started yesterday will struggle. Um we've brought in a few guys, we brought the young laddie, I'm quite excited with the young laddie Beck from Liverpool. Um we brought the Mexicans in. Um first glances on the, the, the striker yesterday as he's got something that we don't have up front and we've not had up front for a while. Um a target man that could header the ball and um, I think Dundee's, if, if you watch Dundee over the last couple of seasons, it's not been football that's going down the wings and crosses. It's more of pippy-tappy, possible. Um, prediction for where Dundee are going to be at the end of the season, I would like them to finish 10th. Um, I see Livingston don't have that money to go out there and buy players. Um, St. Johnson have been... St. Johnson have been relatively slow in the transfer market as well. For me, the good thing about the recruitment drive at, at, at Dens this season, it's not been, you'll always get 10, 15, 20, 30 players that are released. But you look at many Ross County released, you look at many Dundee United released, you look at many that St. Johnson released as well. And it seemed to be that anybody that was getting released or coming to the end of their contract for clubs that players didn't want that ended up with Dens whereas I think there's been a an out the box thinking mentality on the signings that we've actually got 
only time will tell. I mean, hopefully the Mexican guys will be good, but I've only saw 20 minutes of one of them, and the other one was a video on YouTube. So hopefully 10th. Hopefully 10th. As long as we didn't hear playoff with Dundee United. And I, I, I think I think the Dune Derby was fantastic, but um, the expectation was it didn't matter whether Dundee United were playing Dundee that day or they could have been playing anybody. Uh, they would have got beat and they would have got relegated. Um, but I think if there was a, a playoff final between the two clubs, holy schmoly, that would be someone else. And I don't think my heart would take it. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, well, thanks thanks for your time uh, this morning. Um, and if anyone wants to uh, find out more about the club that, that Eddie's involved in, it's Dorf... North Dundee North End on uh, on Facebook and um, you get a lot of information on Facebook from them. Um, you yeah. as well. Uh, we don't have a web page, but what I would actually what we'd like to say is um, I touched on uh, Jimmy Jimmy's wife Callie and the fantastic job that she does in the shop. Um, I mean the social media that Jimmy's uh, turning out is absolutely fantastic, and um, do you know someone? It's Watching the club grow from where we were two years ago, we're now interviewing our manager after the game, we're now interviewing players after the game, and we're, we're actually doing live up, live updates and putting goals on, and do you know something, the, the social media is absolutely fantastic, and Jimmy and Carly, and I better, admit, I, I better say Uncle Ronnie as well, because he, he played for North End, he managed North End, and me and him do a lot of the the unsung hero work when we're up at the club on Friday peeling tatties for the hospitality and um, doing they kind of things, eh? So, um, yeah, yeah, I better mention they guys, but Jimmy's uh, Jimmy's social media is absolutely brilliant and the, the the what we are doing at that club, people want to come, they want to sponsor with, people want to come with our hospitality Um and it's all about building the club and where we are now compared to where we, were, where we are two years ago. What a difference. And and I say this to the, the, the rest of the committee, guys, you do a brilliant job. Um, we really, really work hard and we're an absolute credit to the club. Eh? And it's, it's brilliant working with them. Fantastic. Is there, is there anyone you want to give a, a shout out to? I mean, you mentioned a lot of people there uh, that you've maybe not mentioned Um so, so obviously there's the, like there's Bruce the the treasurer, um, Gary Irons the president. Um, we've got uh, Jim John Ramsey the grimsman. Um, that he's works as a full time joiner for Gary Irons, and uh, he's there in the morning doing the straps with his wife, um, and he's cutting the grass and he's doing this and he's doing that, and and it's it's such a family club. My parents goes. Um, Robert Faulkner, who asked me to, to go along, um, their kids go as well. Um, Mark Muller, the boy that I worked with at Tesco, um, and Uncle Frank. I can't forget Uncle Frank either, eh? And so, um, all good boys, and we've just got, we just want to see your team do well. Um, we've got dreams, obviously, going up the ladder, but listen, it's not going to be an easy task because there's another 80 teams potentially, that want to go into the Central League. Um, so let's see where we go. But um, as I said, the people that are coming to us, they're coming to us because the job we do, is not, and, and, and it's getting noticed, and it's getting noticed in all the right places. It's good stuff. And I guess 
I can uh, wish you all the best in the in the destination, but the journey sounds like it's going to be a blast as well. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the journey is good. The, the journey is good. Um, I better mention my wife as well because she helps out with the hospitality. Oh, and Ashley Tynan. Oh, can't forget Ashley. Can't forget Ashley. <laughs> but, um, listen, it's just you wouldn't believe the effort and the work that we put in to do what we do, but. When it works, it's brilliant. Okay? Like the, the 170 teachers um, that we had in it, Teachers Day on the 30th of June, half past 11, I've got the phone out, the music's still banging in the clubby, there's possibly 50 people still there and they'd been there for two o'clock and we couldn't, I couldn't do that without the, the rest of the guys and the rest of the guys couldn't do that without me. Yeah, kinda, and it's the sentiments of what we do. If there's a sniff of somebody wanting something, like one of the parents last year came to me and says um, they're, they're, they're vegan uh, they came to me and said, we're going to the hospitality for one of the semi-finals, we want a curry, and I'm like, right, no problem I'll get you curry, tell me what you want and I'll go and get it and, uh, we've got Ricky uh, at the Abacure Hotel in Carnoustie um, his buffet Indian buffets are absolutely outstanding I would just I just phone him and say right I'm needing three of this two of this five of this and he gets it dropped off he gets it dropped off with Carnoustie so um, we 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 have all the right things in place and uh, if uh, one of the parents or or somebody doesn't want to come to the hospitality and eat steak pie they want a curry we'll get them a curry. Fantastic. Well, thanks thanks so much to, for your time this morning. Really appreciate you uh, taking the time out to uh, to chat chat about both Dundee and Dundee North End and uh, hopefully fingers crossed both seasons go well for both clubs well I mean ultimately and, and I must be going I must be going uh, old I must be going soft in my old age yeah. I touched on the derbies and, and I think the city of Dundee needs derbies they need Dundee and Dundee United to be in the same league um, do I think Dundee as a city can cope with two Premier League clubs I think probably not, and I think probably maybe in fifty year or a hundred year when I'm not here, somebody, two people that own the clubs will probably turn around and merge them together. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, the the Dundee United fans they, they they do a good a couple of good things for North End as well. We had the Federation Cup, uh, their their annual seven side tournament with the with their supporter clubs yesterday. We also done a, a Memorial Day for them as well. Um, I managed to go to Alkmaar that day to get as far as way as possible for uh, all the Dundee supporters singing in the clubby. <laughs> but it was just because we were, we were in Amsterdam and I wanted to get the boys a couple of strips. Okay? So, uh, but no, no, um, we do we do fantastically from both sets of fans. And, and I think, you know what, there's no, there's fixtures there, there's right, okay, well, can we speak to my cousin about this other day? I'm going to somebody, right, okay, we'll go to somebody. But you're looking at fixtures and you're like, oh, do you really fancy going to Pinkcastle or Petodre or this or that? Whereas with Dundee and United were in the same league, the first thing you would actually look for is the Derby's, eh? And uh, yeah, what? Well, would I like to say I want United to win the league this year? Yeah. Well, probably not. But if, if Dundee and United are playing in the same league next year and we didn't hate to do any friendlies or any, or any playoffs or anything, I think it'll be a good season. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for that. 
Um, I really appreciate your time, and uh, as I say, I wish I wish you all all the all the best with with Dundee North End as well. Thank you very much, mate. Thank you.